Hey everybody, it's your feedback guy, Jeremy Greer, and I'm here to introduce our feedback episode and to remind you that going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv is the coolest thing you can do besides sending daysoffuturecast.com some feedback every once in a while. Uh, thank you everybody who submitted questions. Uh, we have a kind of a lengthy conversation about video games and trailers, all X-Men related, before we get into those. Uh, so I'm not going to keep you up any further. Patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Bye. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast. And today we're going to be answering all of your questions in a long-awaited feedback episode covering like 18,000 hours of this podcast. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we kept just kicking it out just a little bit longer each time. Uh, we have questions about Days of Future Past, the movie that we covered a long, long time ago. We have some questions about the Avengers, as people like to call them. I don't know if you've seen that, but mm-hmm. people like to call it that. Um, as well as just a scattering of, of other stuff. But uh Gary, I don't, I don't know when this podcast will go out, but uh, I wanted to talk to you about the X Men movie trailer that came. Yeah, out. let's let's talk about. It. They released a new trailer for X Men Phoenix, uh, and I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I I think it also looks good. I also it just it makes me question like why they keep going back to the Phoenix well, and we we had this conversation in Slack with uh, some other people in the Duckfeed Slack, and it's I realize it's like a tentpole story for the X Men, uh, but. I, w- I was thinking back at, after I watched it and after we had that conversation, I was, I went, I kind of went back and watched it again and boy, does it seem like it's exactly X-Men three? <laughs> like <laughs> it's, See, it's real here, similar, man. Here, here's the thing. Well, here's two things. One, I haven't been recording my side of this conversation so far. That's fine. I can, I, I, I forgot. I was if you, it can, we can use the backup. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Um, cause I, I was, I was exporting uh, the Deadpool episode and forgot. So should I, do you want me to start recording now or no? Yeah. Go ahead and start recording. Yeah. Cause pe- okay. it'll, it, what, what'll, what'll happen is like people, you'll say that and then all of a sudden your voice will get a lot better. So that, that sounds pretty fun. The, uh, so I'm not recording now. Um, so the, uh, I, th- I saw that, I saw that conversation in Slack. I don't totally agree. Uh, because I don't think, so one thing is like, they do, you know, keep going back to the well. There's a cartoon version of it, and there's X-Men 3. And X-Men 3 was so, that was such a weird, misguided afterthought that was tacked on to a movie about the cure, you know, that mm-hmm. having a movie that focuses on it makes perfect sense to me. Like, I don't think they've actually done it, really. They've never devoted a movie to it. They've never focused on it. So I think a movie that actually focuses on it is smart and good, actually. I just I almost wish that this... uh and I know they hinted at some of this, and uh, it's been a while since I've seen Apocalypse, so I'm gonna have to go back and see it. I know they they did some hints about the Phoenix stuff, but mm-hmm. I almost wish that we could get if they reboot the series for the MCU or for a brand new series or whatever. Um, it, it very much feels like this is the last hurrah. Like when you start playing the doors, this is the end over your trailer. Sure. Like it makes makes me think that this is the last movie you're gonna make. Um, <clears throat> but I almost wish they would develop Jean as Phoenix like throughout this the like a, a, a movie trilogy and then you g- end up with the dark phoenix villain at the end as opposed to just being like jean's here now she's bad <laughs> which is yeah, what seems yeah. kind of se- what it seems like it, they, they foreshadow it in apocalypse a little bit like actually you know quite a bit actually like it, it's a big part of the ending you know of, oh, of, of that yeah. movie um 
I think that 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 difference is the way that the difference between the way that the MCU movies have worked and the X-Men movies have worked is that the X-Men movies and successfully or not, depending on which one they've decided to take each entry and focus on an aspect of like the essential X-Men conflict rather than concentrating on the characters, you know? So that's why you get like Jean Grey, who is not a major character in apocalypse or anything. You know, she's still Sophie Turner that doesn't have a big part. It's it's weird. It's weird that she's going to be the focus of this new movie, given that she has not been given that much screen time or that much development time. Like they chose to go a different direction with it. I don't know if that's a good direction. They mm-hmm. just decide not to do that. Where the the Avengers, you know, have a consistent threat throughout all of them. It's all just aspects of Thanos, pretty much. It's all aspects of these gems, and just do character work. They're better movies, you know. And it would be cool if the X Men did that for sure. It's just we they kind of just didn't. It's kind of too late. You know, and now. That. And now that we've had two, I would say somewhat success, two extremely successful series of movies based on the X Men, mm. like when the MC, if they go into the MCU, it's going to be really hard for me to care about like a rebooted Charles Xavier, like putting the school together or whatever. Like I don't that, know the onboarding yeah. of that franchise into that universe is going to be very weird to me. It's super dicey. So that's the thing is, as much as I don't agree with everybody saying like stop doing the Phoenix story because to mm-hmm. my mind they haven't done it. Um, I don't agree with that. If they do it again. Fuck you. You know, like any of this stuff that gets repeated once it's in the MCU, I don't, I'm not here for it. I don't want to see the origins. I don't want to see Charles Xavier putting together the team. They have to come up with a way that allows us to bypass that in a credits montage, essentially, and get to an actual new story. Like this is, this is my last bit of patience for re, you know, doing these kind of classic X-Men stories. Like and that. I think the my, my concern about that is having the what has made the MCU good, like you just mentioned, is the characters and the way that they made those characters good. It was kind of scatter them out through so many movies. So mm-hmm. by the time you get to Infinity War, <clears throat> you care about the Scarlet Witch a little bit. You don't really care yeah. about her shitty Russian accent, but you do care about her a, a, a little bit. Like you, she hasn't had her own movie, but she has had character development over the course of of several movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Thor or Hulk or any of those guys that you know they've they've had their own movies, but they. You get you don't have to explain who Iron Man is or who Samuel L. Jackson is or who Thor is by the time you get to Infinity War. But you can't. It's also going to be really tough to go back to that, like unless they start with a really small scale. And I don't like. Oh, yeah, I see I, people. Ask, yeah, it's just it's just going to be weird, man. It's going to be. I, weird. I think they. I think they will do that. I think that at the end of the Infinity Wars, like when we're at the end of Phase One or whatever, we're going to have a pretty big deck clearing. You know, I think I think a lot of people are going to retire or die mm-hmm. in that, and they will start focusing on these tertiary things that they have, you know, X-Men stuff being, and I think Fantastic Four is still on the table is being folded back in and they'll do those as personal individual movies to kind of build that up again. I think that they will start up with phase two as like, or no, you uh, they're, they're in phase three now or whatever, but they'll start as the new, you know, this is the climax of those phases. I think they'll start yeah. over with a brand new because there's no, I understand the skepticism that they'll do that. Um, it's made them tons of money. Like, I don't think they're going to fuck with the formula. At this sure. point. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing that works. It's the thing that you see if they don't do that. If, you know, when they, when they don't do that, you get the DC extended universe, which is just a trash fire. Like they know that this is how they make money. So I don't think they're going to forget how to make movies. You know, they're not, they're not going to all of a sudden just like, oh, we don't understand how to put together this big ensemble. I think they'll, they'll still get it. You know, as an X-Men fan though, I just don't want to see the same stories again. Like I'm, I'm here for like a Magneto solo movie at this point, And that being how that character is introduced. You know, do one of the, the stories that happened after 1975 that they haven't touched. Yeah. You know, like there's 40 years of X-Men history that just has been unremarked upon in the movies pretty much. And that's what I'm kind of disappointed in. That's the thing that's so frustrating to me about X-Men three is that like, if there was no Phoenix shit in that they would be drawing on a modern story in a way that's kind of interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they didn't do that. It's, um, I wonder if, you know, with Fantastic Four on the table and with Marvel and with the MCU going cosmic in kind of a real big way, and, you know, we're about to get this, uh, Captain Marvel movie, which is going to be very heavy into the scrolls and all this other mm. stuff. I wonder if they'll just go with the Fantastic Four and just put the X Men on the back burner for a while, because mm. you know they we've had it, there is such a thing as franchise fatigue. Like we've seen that with Batman movies and Superman movies. Like I, there's after four mainstream X Men movies and two Deadpool kind of in between X Men movies. Like mm. maybe just be like, okay, hey, we're they're Phase Seven. <laughs> we're gonna start bringing mutants in yeah. in Phase Seven, like in 2025 or something. Like I wonder if they're just relaxed on it for a while. They might. I can. I could also see the fact that, like, previous to when they all met in Infinity War, the MCU was kind of split up into kind of cosmic and Earth stuff. Mm-hmm. They had a way to. The Guardians of the Galaxy were sequestered, you know, and didn't inter- interact with things. If they concentrate on the Fantastic Four and they are doing these other dimensions and stuff, that's a way of sequestering it as well, you know. And I and I don't think we're going to get. I mean, we're obviously going to get like a Black Panther two. Um, you know, some of the, those franchises are going to be continued, but I don't think there's going to be. A focus like i don't think we're going to get a new captain america movie or a new thor movie or a new iron man movie like there's going to be space to do mm-hmm. some some earth level stuff there and you know some of that will be just i think like other avengers you know i, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a winter soldier movie you know like a you know which I, i'm not here for like a bucky movie and i think bucky is not very good in those movies what if generally. it was a uh what if it was a bucky black panther movie a bucky panther movie if you will. oh a buck panther like the uh, like, okay, you know, and the adventures twenty first century Buck Panther. I don't I don't really want a Buck Panther movie either. I, I just want Black Panther. But like the uh, I I think there's room for it. You know these these things have you know it was ten years was the was the amount of time they're working with. You know mm-hmm. if they're going to be major, I think that the X Men stuff would have to start being introduced soon, and I I think they'll do that when they do it. It will just be hopefully it's soon and slow. Like we're going to get yeah. some equivalents of of Captain America one and Thor one. Hopefully for individual characters. Like, I think the worst thing they could do is start with an ensemble with the X-Men. Yeah, I wonder if we'll start seeing mutants pop up and in individual movies and then yeah, yeah. You know, them gathering into the, the folds of the Avengers and then and, and then having that, that classic Avengers versus X-Men schism, right? Like, that would be really even, cool. Even though in the comics, like, that doesn't really play out that way. But having having that schism of the mutants <laughs> versus... <laughs> the Somebody mutants versus it. yeah the mutants versus the avengers like in some you know having to sign the the Slovakian accords kind of thing or whatever yeah yeah i would i would be down for that you know and i think that bringing the mutants in is not actually going to be that difficult like they you know they have had two you know they had scarlet witch and quicksilver who they didn't really explain how they got their powers you know they they said oh like they're they're special and they've been kind of engineered or whatever um expanding the scope of that prod that program kind of solves it you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. the, the people who are involved in that program, you know, do a before credit scene that shows that program all throughout the 60s. You know, their people uh, came home where they had some kind of radiation. It spread to people in their town who then traveled and it spread. And people who had those kids turned out to be mutants, you know, from this knock on effect from that. Like untie it from nuclear war and tie it into super science and still make it something you're either born with or you're not. You know, some people carry the gene, some people don't. You know, so I want to you know. I, I change the subject a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And something that came up on Twitter the other day with uh, some some Days of Future cast listeners were, was the the ideal X Men movie, mm-hmm. uh, or excuse me, X Men video game. I, I don't quite remember. I think it was somebody had said like you know hearing you guys talk about Spider Man, I don't really want an X Men game. I think that might have been Patches, but it just kind of got picked up from there. Um, my said something like a almost like a Life is Strange kind of take on a on a X-Men game would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of here for that. Like I think a really strong narrative story where 
you can experiment with powers without it being like a arcade game almost like the like the previous x-men stuff has always been would be really interesting what are your thoughts where are you at on a new x-men game right now like i would i would play that it wouldn't be my first choice you know but like i would i would definitely play that i think that like what would happen then is anytime somebody did you know there were dramatic scenes that involved like cool powers or fighting or something like that it would be mechanically it would be like a quick time event mm-hmm. of some time which is kind of annoying to me like but i'm still i like the interior lives i like the school shit so i think that would be that would be really fun i think like the dream thing for me would be something that where what the x-men games have done a lot in the past have like really limited what your powers are they're not very expressive you know um i would want it to be a thing where it was like very physics based um and very free form you know like if you are playing and they would have to limit the cast for that but like you know, play a game where it is, you know, a city. And if you're Nightcrawler, you have Dishonored teleport powers and you get around that way. And if you are Wolverine, most things can be destroyed. Like you can cut struts in, in, you know, masonry and, and shit like that to like solve problems in creative ways. Like I would want them to try to capture the like doing cool things with your powers that are not the most obvious thing. So have like scenarios set up that you can approach from different angles, depending on which power set, or which character you are. Basically, I have like a, like a city, like have a block or mm-hmm. a building or something like that, that has, you know, and again, you, you'd have to limit it. You know, it could be like Iceman, Nightcrawler and Wolverine or something like that. Um, or, you know, Jean, Jean Grey's tough because she has Phoenix level powers and telekinesis is been rough in games, you know, like doing it now, I think it would be tough in, in PS2 era. There's a couple of games that do it well, but it's like for the PS2 era, you know, but get, give people like that and just have it. So you can just kind of solve problems and it could be, you could still have that talking element, you know, like you could have X-Men come up and, and do kind of politicking and stuff like that too. But I, you know, as much as, again, we, we talk about this a lot, as much as it makes me kind of basic, like I like superpowers and I would not want to give those up. And a life is strange for X-Men would throw that away. Like it wouldn't be a part of the game, you know, it'd be, it'd be a part of the game, like emotionally, like it'd be like, what does it feel mm-hmm. like to have this? But you wouldn't be able to do cool things with it. Like your character, your avatar would do cool things with it and you would tap a button gotcha. to, to make that's it happen. And that's, that's and it would be very linear. Like those games are extremely linear. They have like big major choices that move the narrative, but as far as like an individual moment, like you you know something would happen, you'd have a prompt, like a building would be falling, and you could either you know dive to help somebody else, or your powers could manifest. And one of them would be you do one quick time event, the other one you do one other quick time event. But the, the the bounding box of what can happen in those games is like pretty small. There's no emergent stuff, I think. So essentially just uh, Dishonored, but with different X-Men is what you're yeah. looking for. I, I want, I want multiple Dishonored levels, but with that I can approach from different X-Men that all have yep. different powers and complete them in different ways. I think that would be super cool. And I, just I, would play, I would play the Life is Strange one. Like, I love the kid X-Men, and I love that that conflict part, too. I just also want to be able to do cool shit with powers, you know? I'm uh, I'm just imagining Cyclops filibustering his way past a checkpoint where Nightcrawler <laughs> just teleports. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iceman just I does his ice slide. Storm chants about the weather for a little while and people get bored and leave the checkpoint. <laughs> just if, if you didn't do um you know if you didn't do Jean Grey like Emma Frost would be really great for it. You know cuz like you can do mind control in games. Like there's been stuff like that. That'd be really neat. And that that's a play space that you could you could examine. Like you either take over the bodies of of people and get their kind of abilities to mm-hmm. bypass this stuff or you can do like suggestions to them to to do certain things to move them in kind of like a stealth way or even turn people against each other in fights and shit like you know, I think there's just a lot of potential there for like a really expressive gameplay. And like, I like the Life is Strange games, but they don't have expressive gameplay. 
No, I get yeah, it. It's yeah. it's a. I mean, it's a choice between you know, do you want to be, do you want to have a, a strongly narrative game versus a, a game that's more focused on mechanics? And you can incorporate elements of both into the other, but it's kind of like what your design decision is at the beginning. Yeah, what the, what the mm-hmm. the basis, what the, the mm-hmm. focus is, and the the like the kind of narrative Life is Strange style games like are so limited in what the the mechanical side of them. Like there are mechanics, like it you know making story choices and making dialogue choices are a mechanic, but it's just it's very pedestrian. You know, the kind of mechanics in it, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I want to play both those games. Make yes. them both. It's it's a shame just, that we have we haven't had a good X Men game in forever. I'm I was I'm trying to like I was trying to remember I guess it's the uh Legends games, right? Or the yeah. um, Ultimate Alliance games or whatever. Like and that's yeah. Ultimate Alliance leans on so much of the other Marvel universe that you can't really even like it's just it's an X Men Legends game with a different coat of paint on it. So Yeah. It's like X Men Legends two and then the the Wolverine origins game is is has a pretty good reputation oh. and is pretty much yeah, a god of yeah, war yeah. clone um but is has it's fun like you do fun shit at. Uh, apparently there's a captain america skinned version of that too not skin oh, but like a, there's a there's a captain america game that has like kind of this a similar i remember those kind of coming out this around the same time of each other but that was all in that like xbox 360 like you know single or double a kind of games <laughs> they were just mm-hmm. kind of push, pushing out there i need to go back and check those out i wonder if they're backwards compatible now the uh, Der- on, my, on the uh one. My- my buddy Derek streamed the beginning of that um, X-Men 3 game only to me, that Wolverine, <laughs> that Wolverine game. Like, I just screen shared because I just wanted to, I wanted to see the beginning of it. And he's like, let's hang out for an evening. I'll play this video game. You can just watch and hang out. And that's what I did uh, and watched him play the beginning of that Wolverine game. I think that happens uh, a lot more than you would actually think. Like, I've, I've been um, kind of tangently on the side of, like, people doing streaming themselves watching Parks and Rec or something mm. so that they could everyone could watch an episode of Parks and Rec together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that, that kind of stuff happens a lot more than you would think. I'm way into it. I'm way, like, way more into that than, like, an actual traditional streaming yeah, thing. Like, if absolutely. I just know everybody involved, like, that's way more fun for me than strangers, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the difference between having, like, 20-something people watching your stream or having... 10,000 people watching yeah, your stream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's always a little weird when you when you get to that point. Uh but so now that we've got all the discussion aside, you want to read some 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 feedback from some people? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you uh ahead of time to everybody that wrote in. You can always write in at daysoffuturecast.com/contact. I save those throughout the the seasons that we do. So if you ever just come up and like, I need to tell Jeremy and Gary this thing about Wolverine's dick, just don't yeah. hesitate. Just yeah, yeah. do it immediately. <laughs> like get, yeah. get that Wolverine dick, get that Wolverine dick out of your system. Cole Ross. K O L E R O S S is my handle. Absolutely. Yeah. And I am at Gary Buh, G A R Y B U H, which redirects to at Plumber Duck. Uh, our first uh our first feedback is from alex uh hey guys i have a story related to the days of future past movie when the movie came out in the theaters i had a roommate who was a gay kid who grew up in rural texas because of his age x-men is of course his jam due to the setbacks of his life he'd become a pretty bad alcoholic over time i'd watched him falling apart for a long time it had gotten pretty bad and lots of our friends were starting to just give up on him Having seen Days of Future Past on my own, I thought it would really resonate with them. I had just had I had no idea just how right I'd be. After the movie, we walked into the parking lot, and the moment we got in the car and it was just the two of us, he burst into tears. Really opened up about how much he was hurting and how he was fucking up. He finally actually heard me about getting professional help, and that therapy helped him turn his life around. It's probably not that much of an exaggeration to say that the X-Men saved his life. Just because someone stumbles and loses their way, it doesn't mean that they're lost forever. Sometimes we all need a little help, and it's important to remember that. Don't give up hope, people. Love you guys, Alex. That's a great story. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. a really sweet story. It's very sweet. Um, 
I uh, that's it's something that we as as the as the fact that we cover like a lot of shitty X Men media on this mm-hmm. podcast, we kind of forget that it has such an impact on you know marginalized people. Whether or not the metaphor really like effectively works in twenty eighteen or not, I think it still is very meaningful to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, these are actually good. The mm-hmm. um, the I also love that as like a that movie is having that kind of mini metaphor. Like, there's the macro metaphor that that X Men has, uh, you know, about civil rights in general, but also within that they they snuck in this alcoholism thing. Yeah, you know, this this whole thing with uh, with Charles is that uh, you know, he is uh, you know, he it mirrors alcoholism, his addiction mm-hmm. to that drug that uh, deadens his his mind, deadens his powers, like. It's cool that that could resonate in multiple ways for the same person. I'm a, I was getting really confused throughout that entire reading that I just did. For some reason, I was thinking Days of Future Past was X Men Three. So oh. I just, I just, I just, a switch just flipped in my brain, and I was like, okay, this makes way more sense now. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit strange. Uh, you know, all the alcoholic subtext of, uh, of X Three, X Men Three, Jesus. Yeah, you can see in the smirk on Multiple Man's face. Hey, uh, I'm a Multiple Man. Look at me. You know, it's uh, it. Uh, are you uh yeah. are you caught up on venture brothers by chance i am not i haven't watched any of the new season i don't have cable and i don't have the only streaming service i have is amazon so gotcha um, i'm many years behind the uh there's in this most recent season there's very much a multiple man clone and he's like a 1920s hey guy what you got going yeah. on over there yeah. and it's just really <laughs> fucking awesome i I, use, I can't wait to actually watch that show i fucking love that show I uh we we watched we did a full rewatch and uh I, I thought we had all of the episodes of the new season but there was two episodes left to to air so we mm. we have one episode left to watch and we're just waiting for it to come out uh this most recent season is some of the best work they've ever done like there's some characters in there that they pulled that are just are just so fantastic and I'm, yeah. I'm, I, that show was so fucking good on a rewatch man like you can catch so much more stuff yeah it's it, it's one of my one of my all time favorites i I need to do that rewatch so i can I can get caught up and I should just pirate the new episodes i don't I don't feel good about it, but I really want to watch the show so yeah so I guess I I'll sh- just do it I, <laughs> yeah. should, I should just give you my hulu account I think they're yeah. all on hulu <laughs> also I and mean, there's some illegal way to do it like yeah. I can't afford to have a bunch of streaming services right now, but I still would really like to show that see that show so yeah, I gotta watch it uh moving on to our next question uh Sam bear friend of the network uh says. Uh, just so you guys feel better about it, around 2010, I would regularly marathon hours of anime in one sitting. I loved the Warren Ellis Castlevania cartoon. I watched maybe two or three episodes of the X-Men anime before, and I stopped because I was bored. <laughs> so thank goodness. It's not just us. It's not just us. Uh, that Castlevania cartoon is is pretty pretty weird, and I, I, I kind of have some small affection for it, but I, it's not great by any means. Yeah. So. Me, me and Cole did a, an adaptation decay on it. Um, oh, did I you? It. I must, yeah, I he, must have missed that. Yeah, he uh, he likes it a lot more than I do. Um, I think that like Castlevania shouldn't have flashy action, and that that stuff bummed me out. Mm-hmm. You know, like Castlevania—that's not what I go to Castlevania for, I guess. Um, but I am—I'm interested enough to know or to watch the second season when it comes out because I want to see if they get better at it. Um, and it's also—I found this out afterwards—is that like, yes, Warren Ellis wrote it, but it's been sitting—it's a script that's like been sitting in a drawer since 2004 or something like that. Like it, it wasn't modern Warren Ellis. It was old Warren Ellis who wrote it. Interesting. Um, yeah. So that might explain some of the, the like the clunk that happens in the the storytelling in it because the the dialogue in general is like pretty good, but the actual story arc is is not very satisfying if you actually yeah. look at what happens in the episode. Not much is the yeah. answer to that. Not much happens. Yeah. Uh, well, that I've makes never tons f- of sense I- for. Sorry to cut you. That makes tons of sense for when he wrote it because. Warren Ellis was a big proponent when he first started writing uh, comics was a big decompression guy. Yeah. Like he, he does, he has all these miniseries from the early and mid two thousands, all of which like I bought 
that are six issue miniseries where three and a half to four issues of stuff happens. And he only recently shook that off at all. Like he did a run of uh, X-Men. He took over Astonishing X-Men, did this like comic called Ghost Boxes. Yep. It was the first Been arc. There. Have you read that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, It's so slow. Like it's, it's like the slowest thing slow. in the world, man. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, how can you make this this slow? The X-Men going investing in different dimensions in, in Wakanda or whatever. Like, and it's so fucking slow, you know? So that that's just kind of how he was. And this feels like a product of that. Yeah, he's he's so it's so weird because like I'll I'll read something like Desolation Jones, and mm-hmm. I feel like Desolation Jones is like such a, a head trippy kind of good thing, but not a lot happens in it. Yeah, and then you switch over to you know Planetary, and like the last the, every volume of Planetary that you can buy is just like balls to the wall action or some cool yeah, story yeah. or something interesting, and especially that last volume which took out a long time to come out is just fucking like a hundred miles an hour through the story, and you're like, what was yeah, the fuck? yeah, uh, he's capable of of pacing. Mm-hmm. he's just not always interested in it and i have a suspicion that when he's pacing badly he doesn't know how it ends because you look at desolation jones or you look at like dr sleepless um both of which he never finished you know and those are really slow paced yeah. you get this feeling of him just like well if i build enough kind of mood and atmosphere for this maybe the ending will just kind of come to me and then it doesn't you know yep uh our, our next one comes from thank you sam uh our next one comes from lores uh, great show. First pass, first podcast I started listening to. I'm sorry. There's, you should, you should go seek out other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> there's other, there's, there's stuff. Um, thank you for listening. Y'all heard yeah. cereal? Cereal? Yeah, just... Um, two questions. Number one, which nineties cartoon Avenger would you have liked to join the X-Men, the animated series? Hmm. Um, they make a lot of sense for like Scarlet Witch to join. Yeah, she's got X Men connections, and she's one of the more interesting people on that team. I was trying to pick out my favorite Avenger, and I, I guess it's just Falcon by process yeah. of elimination. Uh, and I don't know. Everyone needs like somebody. You always need somebody to carry Wolverine around when some people are flying. So Falcon would be useful. Yeah, yeah, he could he could he could be one of the he could take a shift, and that would be a real slap in the face to Angel. Absolutely, yeah. you know, like this guy does what you do through an invention. Mm-hmm. also uh, he has yeah. a pet one of him so yep. go take, take that angel <laughs> this guy is exactly as good as you and his pet is exactly as good as you and uh you know go go fuck yourself warren worthington the third the um second question is if making if you were making an x-men animated series today who would make up your team of eight uh boy this is finding eight of these is, is really hard and i i think i prepped you for this question like eight months ago yeah <laughs> and i completely forgot to prep you again about it uh I just I just want to see some some smaller X Men characters show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really excited when like the New Mutants was was getting cast because I was I was a real big fan of that stuff, and I, I'm very curious to see how that movie is going to turn out. Um, but I, I just I want to see. I would not necessarily want like a key team. I'd want like three or four people, and I'd want it to be set at a school where people you would constantly be getting a stream of New Mutants showing back up for arcs and disappearing and showing back up again. Like that, I think that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, it's it's expensive to do that because that's voice acting and art and all that other stuff. But I'd want to see just a completely crazy cast of characters, and I, I just can't pick out eight <laughs> that I'd want to see over and over again. It would be it's it's always tempting with this kind of thing to do like greatest hits, yep. you know, and just do a real classic team. But I, I agree with you that like some of the new characters would be really cool to see, and you know, have a couple of the old guard who act in, explicitly in teacher roles. Like I would want like you know Rogue and Gambit and six kids. Sure. You know, and yeah. they're, they're off to, you know, go teach them or go on a specific mission. They have some kind of specific uh, corner of X-Men shit they're supposed to do, you know, and, and just, uh, you know, two, two adults, two classic team members and explicitly in a teaching role where there's stakes, 
you know, like these kids are in danger. They maybe don't have everything figured out. We get to watch that happen. So I don't know which kids. I'm not modern on X-Men comics, unfortunately. So anything I name is going to be from like 2007. And it's going to be from like the Hellions miniseries and shit. You know, uh, some of those people <laughs> are still around, but I just don't, uh, you know, I haven't read enough modern X-Men comics. I keep meaning to, I, there's a problem with my Marvel Unlimited uh, login and I have the information to fix it and I just keep forgetting to do it. Yep. You know, I've been, um, been yeah. doing other stuff instead, but like I have the ability to get in there. I just haven't done it. And I keep thinking about, uh, mostly I, I want to do it because I want to read some Spider-Man comics after playing Spider-Man. Um, but I just haven't taken the plunge. I've been busy with other stuff. Un, maybe an unfortunate uh kind of unsatisfying answer but that's the answer i got yeah <clears throat> uh thank you uh thank you very much moving on to uh fletch friend of the network uh, he says just some thoughts about the recent season of days of future cast first how the hell do neither of you know zodiac they featured in two really good limited series shield and secret warriors uh the one guy's name is fury because he is indeed nick's brother uh, nick fury's brother uh i just never read those comics i haven't read a lot yeah. of nick fury stuff i know that uh the, you know, the artist, like I know Jim Stranko is good and cool. Um, I just have not read those things because in, as a kid, uh, or when my comics time, I did like, why would I want to read about a spy when I can read about a mutant or read about a superhero, you know, it um, didn't make sense to me as a kid. Yeah. I, and I've read, cause I was, I got real into agents of shield for a while. So when they did that comic book kind of based on the TV characters, um, and I think they did a Shield limited series too that I read before that. I read some of that, but I didn't get very far into it, so I didn't. I just, I just had no idea. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, continuing in the vein of Fuck Mary Kill, a question for you: Which of these is the least of three evils? An arc about Madripoor, Ultron, or Logan weaving out? Uh, <laughs> betraying my own biases, I would legit say that there is only one good Ultron story, and it's the second Annihilation thing. So I- this is uh, between Madripoor, uh, you know, where Wolverine goes to. Uh, dress up in a white suit with a patch. Yep. Uh, m- you know, another one of Wolverine's dead ex-girlfriends in Japan. You know, he keeps pulling him out. He's going to go, like, stare down the silver samurai and wear a kimono. Or an Ultron story. Uh, I'm going to Ultron. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've, I've I read think, Ultron stories I've liked. Yeah, and uh, I actually I have... I know it's the least favorite Avengers movie out there, but I think that, that Ultron was a pretty good... I think that was a good, you know, representation of Ultron in that... Uh, Civil War movie, so I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of I was into that, and the other two I'm I am so tired of. <laughs> like, give me a giant talking super smart robot any day. I don't care if we if Wolverine goes back to Japan at all. <laughs> I, I'll do you one better and say I don't want anything else with Wolverine's origins. Sure, like yeah, that's why I, Logan yeah. was so refreshing because the first like Wolverine movie that's not focused on his past. Like, I don't care about him being, and it's so weird because they only go to Japan for that. Like, like I was a soldier in World War Two. Like I. I can see watching a war movie with Wolverine, but like, I am so sick of going to Japan and seeing his dead girlfriends. Yep. You know, like that is, I just, I do not care. And I, the, I think the way of the samurai is boring. I don't like that as a code of ethics for a framework for a, a character. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just seen it so many times, you know, and then like, I can, I can, if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you what really happens to what happens in Madripoor. Like they're so boring. Like whenever in the nineties, like we didn't up in Madripoor, like I have no idea really what those stories about like who are the major characters you know and that i have no idea some dude with a sword i bet some dude with a sword <laughs> some crime lord you yep. know it's just mm-hmm. gonna be it's you know it's just not it's not superhero shit like neither not, of those are superhero genre things ultron you can you can have a superhero story in an ultron context but let me say this if uh if you had a yakuza side quest that where patches slash logan showed up i would be here for that shit immediately because i think that would be really funny and that's what that great. one dude in yakuza dresses like 
he's essentially doing his, his patches uh cosplay you know? <laughs> i've only so. played like the first bit of yakuza zero and then uh i didn't realize it had an old school save system so i quit and then it it I didn't. I didn't have my save anymore because I never oh. saved. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to not play this again ever, probably." <clears throat> um, and final question. Uh, finally, how deep do you plan to go into the Bad Avengers cartoon rabbit hole? If you thought that Avengers cartoon looked bad, you should try the uh, second and most recent one, one which literally had flash objects dragging across the screen without animation. It was real bad when Hulk just had to uh, had what I kept calling party faced every time he was leaping into battle as a single frame. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen other Avengers cartoons. I didn't see this one because I didn't see one that looked this bad. Um, like the Earth Mightiest Hero ones is not this bad. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know exactly that, what this is referring to. I think that's the one that I've seen is the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and it was actually pretty good. Like they yeah. they, they go deep on some Avengers villains in a good in a good way. Uh, it, as much as we love bad cartoons, like there's there's enough stuff without going to literal flash animation. I think before we, I, I just think we could find different stuff to do that. Like by the time we run out of bad '90s stuff, uh, we we'll just go to the MCU or something. Like I'm I'm not like if it's if it's that terrible and that bad, like maybe it'll make a good one off episode and say, like look how terrible this is, and then just go away from it. Like I don't think we need to cover it entirely. So there, there's uh, Earth Mightiest Heroes is one of them. There's one called Avengers Assemble as well and those are the two i'm not sure which one is the one that this is being referred to but like i also you know i assume like because because uh uh fletch's kind of brand is is wallowing in filth. Yes. yeah <laughs> like 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 just watching and playing and just throwing his time into into it just a big pit in his backyard like he was like oh like i yeah, i could play this terrible game but what if i played all the versions for ds as well it's kind of you know and i'm not telling tales out of school like he that's what he does, right? He like he was going to start a website about that. Essentially, um, I assume that that he's seen the Avengers cartoon we watched because that's pretty bad, man. Like if this, is, I gotta search and see if I can find this one that's worse than that because like that Avengers cartoon does not look good. If it can get worse, I I do want to at least see a frame of it. I'm trying to look through the animated series stuff to get to the most recent. Um... Yeah, Avengers Avengers Assemble symbol is the one that I've seen the most recently, but I don't think that I, I I did that one. I think I did an old I definitely did Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I think. <clears throat> yeah. That's the one that, that rings a bell to me. I've seen I like I watched an episode with Modoc in it and it was it was fine. Like it was good yeah. and fine. So, God Yeah, I'll have to look up and see this this flash Give me one. MCU Modoc, Gary. Yeah, hell please. yeah, man. Someday, please. Well they they did uh, they did Arnim Zola in uh Captain America too, so maybe Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um next up uh, we have John at 99 Dexterity on Twitter who says, uh, Hey there, folks. Really enjoyed the past season of the show, even though that Avengers cartoon was likely torture. Look forward to where you guys go from here. Also, what is a Kappa is my current text tone and has produced many what-the-hell-was-that responses from people nearby. <laughs> Keep up the good work and be well, friends. <clears throat> I always, um, That's not the first time that John has put uh, a clip of the show as his text tone. Mm-hmm. which I find very amusing as somebody that doesn't have a text tone. Like I, I keep my shit on silent at all times. I just, if I had to hear someone say, what is a Kappa? Every time someone got a text, I would, I would literally just like burn his house down. <laughs> like, <laughs> John, I'm sorry. I'll, you're a good dude, but I would burn your house down if I had to hear this all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. I love a uh, custom text stuff. The, um, the guy who, uh, Doug, who asked the tiny puppets guy and he made that little video about my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get the, the Cormit saying Gary Butterfield. Uh, as my my text tone, I haven't done the work to do it yet, but nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, I I could definitely see that. So yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, John. I'm moving on to Scott. Uh, Scott says, "Is it me or is Banshee basically Roger Daltrey?" Love the show. Uh, Roger Daltrey being the Who fella, the guy from the Who. 
who yells. He does look like him. Like he's got a very similar. Oh kind of yeah, hair, he does. <clears throat> style and stuff. Well, that's a guy that I do not know is still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, several who members dead. Several still accounted for. Yeah. The, um, Man, seventy four years old and still rocking. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, he totally looks like him. If you find him like straight up from the sixties, he has the exact haircut. Yeah. Of uh, of Banshee, and he dresses like him too. Here's a picture of him with a. Uh, like wings, like these strips under his arms. Like he looks like he's just going to fly up. Yeah, that's, that's, Wait, that's this, apt. This is, this is a good call, my man. You cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Um, I, I think this might be our last one. Oh no, we got, we got, we got several more. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Alex, um, friend of the show. Uh, this is in regard to Marvel Spider-Man, the video game episode that we did. Hello, my ex-dudes. At the time of my writing this, I still haven't played the game, but based on your description, the relationship between Spidey and MJ reminds me a lot of a canceled project I wrote for featuring a college-age Superman on Lois Lane that's very exciting to me because it was probably the most dynamic I was the most dynamic I was proud of in that project. I, I think he said the... Anyway, I hope they do what I did as these games go on and provide a villain that sees MJ as his arch enemy because what he fears more than anything is exposure and the only conflict they have with the superhero is that they keep preventing the assassination of a reporter. Um, my version of Lex Luthor uses was an anonymous internet consultant with a talent for seeking out would be mad scientists and pushing them towards supervillainy. He's getting a cut from their crimes for pointers on how to get their death rays and power suits up to scratch. Then Superman takes them off the board. Who will believe this mad scientist? But then Lewis Lane says to Clark, Clark, Clark Kent over drinks. Have you ever heard of Lex Luthor? And everything was ruined. If I did this with Spider-Man, I might use Mysterio for this or maybe the master planner. Maybe they already burned those in the first game. I don't know. Either way, how cool would it be to have one villain that desperately wants to take out MJ and more or less doesn't care about Spider-Man at all? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good idea. I think uh, this is a good idea for like a, a pretty significant side quest more than it is for like the entire yeah. game. It could be um, a running side quest. Because uh, at the end of the day, like this is, I like these alternate takes on superheroes a lot, but I just like the, the appeal of them, I think would wear thin after you realize like, Oh, I'm nobody cares about Spider-Man and I'm Spider-Man and I'm playing yeah. this video game. <laughs> like, why am I here? If nobody cares about me, is this spider like, souls? Is that what has, what's <laughs> happening? Am I, am I the chosen spider? Am I the chosen undead spider? There's like ways to do the, you know, the, the main character of the, the story is not the main character of the game thing. Like Witcher three does that really well. Right, like with it being series story, but that's a totally different thing than this. Like that's not a superhero story, which does have this. I think that is a great idea for like a major side quest, though. Yeah, you know, somebody somebody takes an interest, and I love that that empowers MJ in a way that's not um, superpower related. You know, like the power of information. Like, you know, she can actually ruin these people. I think that is a super cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a game, I would want. I wouldn't. Doesn't feel sound like a game about that, and also. That would require probably playing as MJ a lot more than you do. And like, as much as I like those sequences uh, in Spider-Man, we played the right amount of them. Yep. Like if you had switched that to like even a 40, 60 split, that's too much of like only perfunctory stealth, you know, instead of Spider-Man shit. And a lot of times like research as a video game mechanic doesn't really like, it's just like kind of looking at stuff and having a Mm -hmm. character read something and then knowing something that you can then go use somewhere else. Like a lot of that is not very mechanically engaging. Yeah, uh, like a lot of times they're not puzzles. It's just a task. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it, if he and that, that, and that's fine. Like that can be super interesting sometimes. But like a whole game, I think would be too much. I'd, you know, they, they have three DLCs for the Spider-Man game, so like, you know, yeah, you, you could do something interesting, and I think it actually would be kind of. Oh, a fun. DLC is actually a great idea. Yeah, for this. Like, uh, as opposed to a side quest, like a, a like a short, like a like a four-hour campaign about this, I think is a cool idea. 
Mysterio accidentally gives Mary Jane Spider-Man's powers for three hours or something. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure, like, that had to have happened in the comics at some point. Like, I'm sure that that's, you know, I'm sure that that's canon mm-hmm. or whatever. The, uh, can, I, can I lay a piece of uh, Mysterio-related trivia on you? Hit me. The, um, the Spider-Man movies, the original, the Sam Raimi ones, one of the plans for the fourth one was to have uh, all the Bruce Campbell, all the cameos that he had in those things, was to have mm-hmm. him be Quentin Beck be Mysterio. And those are all the same character dressed up as different roles through the first three movies. And it was actually Mysterio like casing Spider-Man and learning about him. That sounds baller. I yeah, that. I know. I, I wanted Bruce Campbell as Mysterio pretty badly. Just, I think I that mean, sounds awesome. I, I really want to go back to those Spider-Man movies at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we could do an episode on like the trilogy and not like get into the details of each one, but just kind of talk about them one day. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of pitching that. But uh, I, I really want a reason to go back and rewatch those, especially the third one, to see how bad it is because I remember really enjoying those first two movies. Like they were fun and campy and weird in a, in a good way. So I wonder how they hold up nowadays. I even remember liking parts of the third one. Like the third one is about on par with X Men Three to me, where like there are things that I like about it. Like it's not with you know it's not impossible to extract joy from it. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Um, so yeah, th- uh, thank you. Moving on to the, uh, the next question, uh, fuck, Mary kill Hawkeye's Arctic armor, uh, a pim particle or Xavier's wheelchair. Um, <laughs> also, I, I just want to, I yeah. just want to comment, uh, that this dude's name is Capstiel is Canon 69 and I've never Capstiel must be Captain America and Castiel from supernatural, which would be a really yeah. weird combination <laughs> to me. So, uh, but it makes sense because Dean Winchester, the guy that plays Dean Winchester was up for that role as Captain America at one point. So, oh, okay. Um, a, a one single pin particle. I, I'm I gonna have to fuck a pin particle. I got, I'm gonna you, fuck that pin particle. Gary. You're gonna fuck the pin particle. <laughs> Hell yeah! Pin particle, dog. I mean, what? What are you? How are you gonna fuck a wheelchair? <laughs> I can. I can figure that out. Like pretty much any object, I think you could fuck. Like if fucking just means rubbing on an orgasm, you know, until you orgasm. It's a nice thing about external genitalia, you know. The, like, the ironic thing is with the way pin particles work, I could be running them over my gym genitalia all the time and just not know yeah, about it. I could literally have them in and out of me constantly. <laughs> like they could be fucking me. Pin no particles problem. or germs is what yeah. we have to decide which one sounded. And, and then you get germs dressing up as pin particles or lying and saying they're pin particles. Mm-hmm, you know, it's a mm-hmm. this whole thing. Um, yeah, tricky. I think I would kill Hawkeye's Arctic armor. Because that's ugly. I've got such go. different opinions of this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's got to go. Uh, and then I, I think I would uh, I'd marry the pin particle because maybe I'd then get cool pin powers. Uh, you know, just from from. Uh, and then I would uh, I would fuck the the wheelchair. I see. I would. Uh, I'm gonna have to marry Hawkeye's Arctic armor because I mean, okay. it's just it's just it looks <laughs> too good. I want I want to be that. And like I said, I'm, I'm gonna fuck that pin particle. I want to see what yeah. that's like once. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to know? kill Xavier's wheelchair. Like all all various versions of <laughs> floating or otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you can't walk, you can't walk. Stop pretending. uh... (laughs) have you seen that uh there's a dark souls lore video it's like an animated goof thing that came out years and years ago and there's a moment in it where they say what's the matter Seath? you sad because you ain't got no scales (laughs) (laughs) i just i'm just picturing what's the matter xavier are you sad because you ain't got no wheels (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's very good uh, so thank yeah. you, Caps Ellis Cannon, for that. Uh, up next is Not a Scroll, who sent us, what's your favorite scroll plotline in Marvel, and do you think Secret Wars is going to be the next big Infinity War-style event in the MCU? Man, I'm having a hard time coming up with like a scroll plotline that's not uh, Runaways stuff, which might be considered a spoiler if you haven't actually yeah. read spo- Runaways. But that's probably like the best, the most excited I've been to see a scroll in my life. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Young Avengers. 
like finding out that Hulk, like, oh, you yeah. know, that's not really a scroll yeah, story, yeah. but like the mm-hmm. young Avengers, uh, uh, is good. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think secret invasion is pretty good. Like for big Marvel events, I had fun reading yeah. that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I liked that just fine. I think that, you know, who can you trust is interesting. It didn't that whole, he loves you shit got kind of dumb during yeah. it. Um, but like classic scroll, like with a scroll is like, I'm here for the shapeshifter shit. I am less here for the intergalactic war between them and the Kree. Like, I don't think that's particularly cool. It makes me very worried about Captain Marvel because I don't care about the Kree and I don't care about the Skrulls very much as a space force. And the Skrulls are interesting as shapeshifters. Again, it's, you know? it's going to be really weird because the last season of, um, uh, agents of shield were all about the Kree and take mm. place in the future where the Kree has basically blown up earth and enslaved the human race. And I, I just like, that's, that shit is Canon according to the, you know, that that's in the MCU. So like, what the fuck? So weird. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking weird, man. Um, the, uh, the, I, the I don't think of it is, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I don't think that the secret wars is going to be the next MCU thing. No, uh, no, no, that, that, that one's easy. I, I think that that's too dumb. Like the, the beyonder and like yeah, hitting yeah. everyone against each other. I think that's too much. I don't CGI think go chess big. boards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not going to go that big. Um, the best scroll, it's not the best scroll plot, but the best scroll setup is the scroll kill crew, which is not a good comic, I think. But the setup of it is very funny is that, uh, one of the scrolls, the original one that went to earth turned into a cow and forgot about it. And everyone who ate the tainted scroll beef <laughs> from that cow turned into a scroll. And it's these two idiots hunting them down. That's Which fucking I think is hilarious. Like, it's it's a great premise, but it's it's Grant Merritt Morrison and Mark Millar, like mm-hmm. working together, and it's mostly just dumb, dumb, bad Mark Millar. And I just feel like Grant Morrison came up with that original idea, and that's it. And that was yeah, yeah. I like the the concept of being a cow was so great that the scroll forgot yeah, that he was he a scroll. That, yeah, man, I'm just gonna to sit it. here and eat and shit in this yard all day. That's good. great. That's <laughs> good. As far as far as like the next big event thing, I really want the next big bad for the MCU to be Galactus, Same. like pretty badly. If they break, because that's the perfect way to bring the Fantastic Four in. Like yep. that's the I would love to see a proper treatment of Silver Surfer if we could pull that off. Yep. Like a modern a modern take on that where he doesn't necessarily have a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. Would, would, would just be pretty pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, pretty legit. He has he has a has a scooter. He has one of those rentable roller. Uh, he's he's you know, got a, a hover. Uh, what was a hover bike or whatever? Yeah, or hover a hoverboard from yeah, like yeah. four years ago or whatever. <laughs> he's got one of those. Um, um, just because he's you got have to, cosmic segue is what he's what, got. <laughs> what's interesting about like the Thanos as the big, you know, the infinity war being the big capper to this thing is like, they can't go down from that. You know, like the scale has to be big and the MCU doesn't have that many bads quite that big. You know, Galactus is one of the few ones. Secret Wars would also be that big, but it's, it's again, it's too dumb. Um, you know, so I just, it, there's not a lot of places to go with it. You know, it's, it's, it's fine because they're going to get 10, mo- 10 years of movies until they get to it, you yeah. know, if they, if they take the same pace. But there's not – I don't think there's tons of places to go with it. I, so. I don't either. And I, and I don't really want to see, you know, brother versus brother, superhero versus superhero. Like we, we did a little bit of that in Civil War and it always mm-hmm. just turns out like we're going to have one big fight where everybody almost uses their powers at full blast but holds back yeah. at the last minute because they're all heroes. And I I don't need like a trilogy of that. No, and, no, no. Uh, no trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's awesome in Civil War. And I like uh, Hulk versus Thor and, and Thor three. You know, like I like that kind of gladiatorial stuff. We've just done it before, and I don't think it can support an entire movie. Do you think uh, Doctor Doom and Galactus would work? Like, do you think Doctor Doom would work with Galactus some way? Like, I'm if sure, they set that up over a couple point. of movies, uh, I mean, yeah, I think I'm that would be kind of that. interesting. Yeah. I thought about that, but Doctor Doom is like a Loki level villain, and they've they've already done kind of like I think they even need to go bigger because it has to be something everyone can team up against. You know, everyone teams up against Doctor Doom, he's going to go down. I think. 
Oh yeah, like, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, like Loki went down, putting them together. Yeah, yeah, he, that, he could uh, be end up being like used by him the same way that's, that Loki yeah. was used by uh, Thanos. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was going with. Yeah, that I, would but, definitely work. The question I had there is like, how arrogant is Doctor Doom <laughs> to not want to work with Galactus at one point? Of like, Doom will not take over, the, will not take orders from you or whatever. He would think he was controlling Galactus would be the way you do it. It would, it would be his downfall is that he yeah. thinks he's in control and he's not. You know, that could be uh, a great moment if they got a good, you know, good performance for whoever ends up playing Doctor Doom. The real bummer about all of this uh, I, conglomeration of media is that the uh, the Noah is it Noah Folly I think is the guy's name the dude that does uh, Fargo and the Legion series on FX mm-hmm. um, he was in the works of doing it just a straight up Doom movie like a Doctor Doom movie mm. and like an adult like not an adult but like a rated R like like mature version of that character like doing some crazy shit seems really super interesting to me that's so. interesting to me yeah the apparently <clears throat> like him Doctor Doom is the kind of bright spot from the new shitty fantastic horror movie because he's played as a horror movie character. Have we talked about that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm trying to, I, I have I very specific memories of the fantastic Four movie and then I just got drunk during it. So I don't remember <laughs> the end. <laughs> so you mean, very I, I haven't seen it, but I just, I saw a thing online that was like, this could have been good, but the tone was all over the place. Here's like three minutes from it that are actually really brilliant. And, uh, they just didn't fully commit to it, but doing Dr. Doom as a, taking like a horror angle of that. It's one of the reasons why I'm kind of excited about that, that new mutants movie, even though it's, you know, it's in production hell and shit like that, but it is taking like a horror hybrid. And I think one of the things that like Marvel movies can do to keep things fresh after all this is do more hybridizations. Like I would consider Thor three to be a comedy more than anything else, you know, um, do more of these things where it's not just a straight up superhero movie. It's like cap two. It's a superhero spy movie. This is a superhero buddy comedy. This is a superhero horror movie. Like do more, Things like that. Yeah. I think it's a cool way to keep it fresh. I um the only specific memory I really have of that Fantastic Four movie is that Reed Richards built a uh, teleportation device out of a literal stack of Nintendo sixty fours. Oh, cool! That, that, <laughs> that, that had that all had translucent cases for some reason. Like there was just like six of them in a stack. I'll see. I have a screenshot of that somewhere. I'll try to find it for you. <laughs> Love um, <it>. Yeah. <clears throat> um, moving on. Uh, uh, Thrunza. Somebody who has been part of the network for a really long time, I've never really known how to pronounce this. Uh, I see this word all the time. Th- run, run DSA. I'm pretty sure his uh, real name is David. So if you just want to, okay. if you want to go, David, David. <laughs> yeah. uh, says uh, the Avengers are over. You did it. If you're able to go back and make one character constantly good throughout the season, who would it be? Why would it be Hawkeye? And <laughs> what would his armor, new armor be? <laughs> Got to sell them toys. Uh, I would go back and do Wonder Man because I think mm. that. Uh, I don't. I don't really care about the Wonder Man character. I just think that for someone who was in the intro as much as he was, he just got like kind of the short shift, the short end of the straw or stick or whatever. And I just, I want to see like a, an interesting take on that dude. I don't know that any of the other ones could necessarily be interesting as they were. So unless hmm. it's Hawkeye, unless it, you know, with, outside of Hawkeye, who was you know probably the star of that for whatever reason. Yeah, because they're trying to make a new Wolverine. Yeah. It's 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 Hawkeye and that cop that got squirted on. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's those two characters. <laughs> and I, of course, wish Hank Pym had been consistently good, mostly just for vindication. So I could have been like, see, see, <laughs> see. Uh, finally, my uh, friend of the network, my she has a web Mary arrest instead of a fuck Mary kill. Uh, Harry Osborn, Philip Chang, and Felicia Hardy. I don't remember who Philip Chang is. I'm gonna look it up. It's yeah. probably it's a Spider-Man character, but I have not read enough Spider-Man comics. So I think it's the guy who t- is it. 
No, it's not him. Let me see. Let's find out. Apparently, he was in the PS4 game. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. And I know there are oh, a bunch of like. Oh, he's the he's the kid that you help out to uh, fix all the kids, all the students. Oh, the guy, the guy who sends you on the uh, the fetch quest the, where you don't missions. have the marker. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that guy get that guy gets arrested because because I hated those. <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't care about architecture and stuff like the, the as much as I liked being in New York as an abstract in that game. You know, I did I didn't it wasn't like going to these places that where they were like um they would say like hey this is you know this is near the uh, the college and like I didn't really know where the college was. You know, I kind of knew, but I I didn't really get a good like mental map. Mm-hmm. of it uh in a in a like on the ground sense so i didn't i didn't really like those missions i thought those you know they were all right so i gotta i gotta arrest that guy or maybe web him like a little bit a little bit gentler but he nothing and definitely not going to marry him no uh i would i, I mean I, i'm assuming that this is all the video game stuff so yeah. uh I, i'm gonna have to marry harry osborne because that dude that's I mean, yeah. for the inheritance, uh, for the weird genetic diseases our kids will have, and that will continue on with the Marvel universe. Like we, yeah. we have to have somebody in our stead, um, yeah. and also because cost. like a little bit of light in that dude's life. <laughs> like not to go yeah. all spoiler territory, but you know. Um, and then yeah, I guess uh, you know I would web Philip Chang and arrest Felicia Hardy because I, as much as I like the Black Cat, she all she did was steal shit throughout the game. So she does steal stuff, but I would still marry her. Because yeah. uh, I was 13 one, and of, she had boobies. <laughs> it, was, it's kind of, it was kind of exciting to be like, you know, have this life of crime, you know? Like, I, I'm not, that's not very much like me, but if if, uh, if I was presented with the opportunity, like, hey, let's go, um, hey, Gary Butterfield, uh, professional podcaster, and do you want to, instead of doing that, go and, like, become a jewel thief with me, the black cat? I'd be like, well, yes. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Sounds you know, fun. Like, okay. Yeah, all right. And she'd be like, well, we have to get married first. And I'd be like, well, that's a little weird, but okay. Like, you know, uh, and then she'd put the ring, you know, and then we'd get married and we go do crimes. That sounds kind of appealing to me. You know, and this, is, this ends with me arresting Harry Osborne, which he's going to turn to a venom and it just feels like sensible to arrest him. Yeah. You know, can I read you three sentences from the Wikipedia about Philip Chang? Yeah. His, his uncle and aunt, who he lived with in America, owned a Chinese restaurant called The Lotus, and he would work there after school. Betty Brandt once dragged Peter Parker to The Lotus restaurant, where they spotted Chang. Chang recognized Parker from the university and apologized for almost hitting him. The villain White Dragon showed up and wanted Chang to join the Dragon Lords. Otherwise, Spider-Man's life was forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a real the dragon lords. Just a real oh, escalation. Yeah. Like we're at lunch, and I'm real That's... sorry for hitting you. By the way, these are the dragon lords, and this yeah, is yeah. white dragon, which is probably oh, excuse me. There are dragon lords in play. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. I thought you were bringing over the orange chicken, but nope. This is the white dragon. Okay, <laughs> my bad. That's great. Uh, you, can get, you can get the orange chicken or the white dragon. That's the, uh, <laughs> Definitely go for the white dragon, the man. Yeah. They they have to ID you for that shit. It has to be better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Um, thanks everybody. Yeah. For thank you. And if you, yeah, as, as always, if you have other comments, if we missed your comment or if you have you, things occur to you, um, hit us up at days of future com slash contact. Yep. Uh, I save those throughout. So d- never, never hesitate. If you have anything on your mind, just go ahead and send that to me and I'll save it. Make sure we read it. Uh, you can also hit us on Twitter at DOFC podcast or DOFC cast, I think. Um, or you can just talk to me directly at JG Greer. Mm hmm. And you can uh, find me at on Twitter at Gary Buh, G-A-R-Y-B-U-H. Um, yeah, and hit us up and ask us a fun shit and generally participate. 
Yeah. And if you want to support the show directly, share it with your friends, leave iTunes reviews. uh, And if you want to support it even more, go to patreon.com slash TV. You can give a couple of bucks a month to get some really cool stuff and make a bunch of cool people record a bunch of podcasts. So that's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It is a a good, fun time. You can also rate and review the show and listen to other shows on the network, which we appreciate. And uh, just a reminder, uh, in the next episode, we'll be start be covering the, the Incredible Hulk series from the early 90s, which, as of this recording, is, is hard to find to legally own, but you can kind of find it through the dark web. Yes, tour yourself some dark torrents. Yes, uh, go, go to foxthews.com slash dark web slash Incredible Hulk, and you'll find <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're looking for, whatever that may be. Uh, and until then, have fun. See you next time. I hope that turns out to be a website.